deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. Super Villains Podcast. This is DL joined by Keister. And we are without Majay, who is a dad. So congrats to him and his family. Uh, has a beautiful little boy. But we are joined by our Moho Radio compadre, Sean, from Movie the Podcast and Better Beweeb It. Yeah, I came to gentrify your show. How's that feel? <laughs> it's kind of dirty. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the the promo picture I wanted to use of me as <laughs> um, Slade Wilson, Heister as the Arkham Knight, and Majay as Deadshot, all hunting you as Plastic Man. Heister said that was a little bit much. Oh, no, I love it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm good. I'm like, mm, is it cool that we're hunting the white guy? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, to be fair, if you're going to do that, you have to make it like half Plastic Man and half Vibe, I guess. Which one was the Puerto Rican... Breakdancer? Uh, that was Vibe. That was Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah uh, okay. Who is currently on The Flash and hasn't breakdanced yet. Oh. Or broke dance. What's the past sense of breakdance? I feel like it's broke danced, but I could be incorrect. Shit. Somebody get a Boogaloo shrimp on the phone. I'm sure he's not busy. <laughs> true story. True story. I tried to get Heister, me and him, to be Turbo and Ozone for Halloween, and my friend Shay to be Special K, but Heister wouldn't do it. Oh, no. How dare you? Yeah, I can't, I'm, I can't do that. <laughs> I feel like that's I, I, a, amongst niche references, that's among the most niche. Like, I mean... You gotta be really happy when somebody gets that costume. <laughs> it would be awesome. All right, let's jump into some new stories. Let's get into the real, the real heartbreaker of 2018. Tumblr bans porn. Yeah, but they technically didn't. They didn't really ban. They didn't really ban it. It's still there. I never. I've never actually used Tumblr, so this was all kind of like. Like, I was aware of it just from that kind of vague uh, internet osmosis, but, like, I never got on there, so it didn't really affect me. I usually just went straight to the source for porn. Like, I didn't go weird end around, like, tertiary porn sites. I mean, just type in P in my Google browser, and it'll get you there. I saw a meme of that today. It says, when somebody grabs your phone and types www.p, and then show this dude with the scared face. And I'm like, I don't get it. And thank you for explaining that to me now. Do, do you think it's just a thing where, like, people are so overexposed to pornography that they're trying to, like, make it, like, some kind of push for nostalgia where you had to kind of go in a circuitous route to see it and just by, like, stumbling on it somewhere else? Because I really don't understand the purpose of it when it's so readily available. Well, using Tumblr, I'm going to assume that you don't click any links or anything. It would be safer than going to sites you're 
going to end up getting malware or anything from. Right, right. But what's the name of your parrot or cockatoo? Oh, it's a Rom, like the Space Knight. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, oh, cool. That's that's dope. All right. <laughs> so he'll, yeah, he'll babble back there. He'll offer his opinion on something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I use Tumblr. That's where I find all my memes. I never got into Imager, and I don't go on Twitter. I follow a, a Tumblr called Black Twitter Comedy, which posts all the funniest stuff from Black Twitter. To, I get it all filtered straight to me. Right. <laughs> it's it, it's easier for me. Other things in 2018, the epidemic. Well, let's not even say epidemic. The revelation of black people getting the police called on them for just living their lives. Yeah, I was talking to somebody recently, and they're just like, I can't believe this is all happening now. I was like, where have you been for the last, I don't know, since phones and the police were invented? Right. Like, this isn't (laughs) new. It's just our access to it is new. It doesn't make it less awful. But it's like, it's crazy how just like, I don't know if it's a willful ignorance or just like a circumstance where you're just not around people that you're like shocked that this has been going on. A friend of mine who listened to the show and I won't name <clears throat> told me that she heard the stories about police harassment and shooting of black people and hearing us complain about it, but she never really believed it until social Excuse- media showed it. Excuse me? Why wouldn't you believe it? A white lady lives in the burbs, went to a Catholic school and Catholic college. <sighs> Uh, okay. Sheltered. Yeah. So people who don't see us and our experience didn't really believe it. I still say, why would we have been lying about this shit for the last 300 years? <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a lie for your ass to be keep pushing. I don't Yeah. Know. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with just like kind of the dwindling public education. I know like, when I was a kid, I had this weird obsession with Bobby Seal. Like, I think, uh, when did the movie Panther come out? Was that, like, 94? 95? I want to say that. I want to say yeah, that like, it was shortly after X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mid-90s, yeah. Yeah, so I saw that, and then I got, like, Soul on Ice by Cleaver, and then I got uh, Seize the Time by Bobby Seal, and, like, I got really, like, I don't know, kind of, like, it synced up with a lot of those kind of, like, punk ideals you know what i mean like it felt okay. like part of a big team before everybody went full ally and now like it's too much on some of it like without getting off on a tangent but like so i mean i think i was like more aware than probably most people are but like just i don't know like it's hard to say like i don't have the reference point for people to be like totally unplugged from all that but i i'm not mm-hmm. surprised yeah i'm um... Part of me not surprised. Part of me still kind of disappointed. I'm like, why would we lie about this? Yeah, it's not like you got anything. <laughs> what were we getting out of this? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, hmm. now, let's go through a brief list of the things that police were called on black people for doing. One was operating a lemonade store. Golfing too slow. We all saw the what? Big- 
we all saw the, uh, it was a group of black women at a golf course and they were going too slow and somebody told them to hurry up and you don't say stuff like that to black women and the police no. were called <laughs> honestly i'm surprised they got past the golfing part to begin with like i'm surprised nobody called like right at right at tea time they at least let them get a couple holes in so i guess that's progressive <laughs> uh they did have problems uh, that video is really messed up it didn't get a lot of traction i guess because of the golf thing and we didn't care waiting for a friend in starbucks which we all saw yeah barbecuing in the park where we all saw with the lady with the uh, brian bosworth glasses yeah they always have the bad sunglasses and the bad hair i don't know if that's connected somehow but i would imagine so because if like if your haircut game's decent you got decent glasses you're probably getting it in pretty regularly and you're not as concerned with what everybody else is doing damn (laughs) I, i think a lot of those situations with those kind of women just boils down to an lod problem Okay. Or, you know, whatever genital your choice is. You know, Kim Davis probably isn't getting it beat up pretty regularly, so <laughs> she's probably pretty oh, pissed that other oh people God. are. <laughs> I, I don't... M- moving on. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. I just don't want to think about Kim Davis. And yeah, no. Sick. Um, no. Um, mm-hmm. Bar- mm-hmm. Working out at the gym. But, yeah, I saw the brothers in that video. Yep. Campaigning door-to-door for your own election. Shopping for prom clothes, not waving while leaving an Airbnb. <laughs> what? Oh, right. I remember that one. Whose now. daughter was that? Oh, 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 man. Was it Marley's daughter? I think so. Yeah, that was, yeah, Bob Marley's daughter. Yeah. Uh, trying to redeem a coupon. That video was scary. And CVS, yeah. 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 Uh, the lady that called the police on the little girl selling bottled water. Oh, yeah, yeah. On a hundred degree The day. one that, and she tried to like duck out of sight or the person filming her, but they still found her. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> Eating lunch on college campus, riding in a car with your white grandmother, babysitting two white children. I've had experience with that one myself. Yep. And working as a firefighter. That was just some of the list of things black people aren't allowed to do. Wow. I'd for, I'd forgotten about a bunch of these. There's so goddamn many. That's the thing, man. Like it's like every other news story now. It's like it's it's just like atrocity after atrocity after atrocity. Like you just you just don't have time to let them decompress. It's just like on to the next thing. Yeah. Oh god. What what was that quote? Um, can't remember who said it, but I read it recently when shit is so off. Oh, it was from that movie that I hated, but you over at movie, the podcast loved, sorry to bother you. You, uh, hit with so many atrocities. So after a while you, that you can't do anything about. So you either accept and move on or you let it drive you crazy. What didn't, why'd you, you hated it? Oh God, I hated that movie. Like I hated hell. All Montague's. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> what uh i don't want to derail your show but like do you have like a kind of like just a specific theme about it you hated or is it just kind of like pieces of things or well for one the movie felt like a, bu- a bunch of pieces of things it didn't seem very cohesive i get it that it was his first movie i got that but certain scenes didn't make any sense 
especially in a larger context. Like I'm still trying to figure out that. Hi, did you see the movie? I okay, did look, not. You don't want to ruin it for him. Uh, no, you can you, you so can ruin I'm it. I'm still trying to figure out the uh, back room of the bar scene. Um, refresh my memory. It's been a minute. They were sitting in a dive bar chilling, but in the right. back of the bar was a velvet rope with a big guard. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the kind of the VIP. Yeah. So you go back section. there and you in like a Puff Daddy-esque club from the 90s. And it's awful because you're getting drinks built on you and women are like looking down on you and so forth. And then he leaves going, man, that was lit. And I, I kept going back to that whenever nothing was happening on screen. Like, what the fuck was that about? It's, I guess it's that like uh, what they call it, the doctrine of conspicuous consumption. Like, even if it sucks. Like, you gotta act like it was cool just so it seems more exclusive. I'm not sure. I'm sure it probably has something to do, too, with the fact that he was a musician. Has probably been in those rooms quite a bit. Probably. And maybe it's just kind of like, yeah, like a kind of a personal hang-up he just wanted to put in there. Yeah, I, the movie's like a bit of a mess, but, like, I appreciate, like, what a weird big mess it was. It did have that early 80s, late 70s vibe where movies just seem kind of hodgepodge. So, yeah, I guess I can get that, but also it gets into, I felt it was kind of negative women and so and ally in a way. But, yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm kind of negative ally sometimes, too, so I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, allies can suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Another big thing of 2018 was the Me Too movement. Not to get all into everything that happened, but the year ended with a lot of pushback on the movement. Well, not so much. A, well, yeah, maybe a lot. There's Kevin Spacey video. Oh, jeez. You see that shit high? I saw it. It, it, it just, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> I mean, uh, like, rightly or wrongly, and I, I assume mostly wrongly, but I'm guilty of it too, is that when it happens between men, specifically to one another, like it, it seems a lot easier to poke fun at, even though it's just as bad. You know what I mean? You mean like, like it, prison rape? It jokes. feels like it takes prison rape jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Or just like any kind of. It, I don't know why. I don't know if it's like a like an attempt to hold on to masculinity by poking fun at it or whatever. But I know we're very guilty of the Kevin Spacey just as a uh, comedy figure for that. And it's really not funny, but at the same time, like, I don't know why it's so much more acceptable. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like it's as bad as, like, not that it's not as bad. It's not as bad to kind of poke fun at it as it would be, like, the Weinstein issue. You know what I mean? I I saw a lot of that happening with Brendan Fraser as well. It's like, there were, there were people, and with um, mm-hmm. Terry Crews. Yeah. Yeah, people like questioning his masculinity, and it's like, um, you're missing the point. Right. It is about a power dynamic. It's it. Yeah, and maybe it's just something that makes us uncomfortable as men, and something we don't want to talk about, so we just kind of do like we do with everything else and joke about I hate it you. a lot. No. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't make things better with his delivering pizza to the uh, paparazzi outside his house with a hat that says. Retired since 2017. So what do you guys think? Do you think he's like genuinely like any more of a lunatic than any other 
grew up in Hollywood type person, or do you think this is like a constructed defense he's going for? Because I'm starting to think it's the latter. Hi. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely constructed. I think he's he's trying to he's trying to redeem his image, but doing it in a way that doesn't really admit to anything. Yeah, in his you know video, what I mean? he insinuates that he didn't do this, but he has done other things. Right. Exactly. I mean, it was one of the most like masterful deflections of anything I've ever seen, where it's just like, well, you know, you molested person X, Y, and Z, and he's like, I need to come out as a gay person. I'm like, we're having two different conversations, yeah. Kevin. Right, exactly. Yeah. It, but it's it, like... It, in his defense, like, it kind of worked. <laughs> like, so... Good I don't on. think it worked. I think... It, I feel like, again, it took some of the steam off of it. Because, and this is where, you know, I think we'll get, you know, if we talk about it much, we get into the ally cultures. Like, people that, and we'll call them, I don't know, like, just like the kind of typical suburbanite white allies. It's like once you introduce an element of something else to it that you typically, you know, would not speak out against, I think it kind of gives them vapor lock a little bit. Ah, so, all right. I got you. So, yeah, it may have deflected allies, but people right. who are actually generally concerned about the situation, it didn't. I got you. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it goes back to an argument I recently had with someone where I just said, if you're going to be an ally, shut up and just go, yeah, when we speak. <laughs> The old trading yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you don't have to be in the front. <laughs> You're an ally. You're Robin. Batman leads. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know what the kind of like psychological reasoning behind of wanting to be the flag bearer for a cause that isn't yours is. Like, but it's it's fucking weird, man. Like, I don't care for it. Also, we got a. Uh... Louis C.K. popping back up. Yeah, uh, yeah. The leaked audio. Did you guys uh, read anything on that? Yeah, I read I like a bit of yeah. a transcript of it. Uh, some of the problematic things he went into was discussing penis sizes of different nationalities, which is just mm-hmm. old and kind of lame, I think. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's just hacky. Like I'm, I'm not offended by it, but it's just it's. It's an old, old, just hacky. Yeah, he uh, also went off on someone who looked unhappy and left during his performance. Basically making himself the victim out of everything. But the part of everything he said that got me the most upset was his take on the kids from Parkland testifying in front of Congress. And what he said was, quote, testify in front of Congress? These kids? What the fuck? What are you doing? Because you went to a high school where kids got shot? Why does that mean I have to listen to you? Why does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in a way, and now I gotta listen to you talking? Yeah, I don't even, like, and maybe I don't have the context for it, but I don't know if I even understand the bit. It just sounds like some old man complaining. 
That that's exactly how it came across because then he started talking about you know millennials and like oh you guys act like old women and you got blue hair and it's like when I was your age I was out doing this and doing that and it's like no you weren't no you we were you, you were not doing drugs and having sex you were doing the same yeah. shit you're doing um, now. Do you think it's you think he's angling for like a new audience? You think he's gonna end up on like uh, hosting Red Eye or some no. shit on Fox News? Probably. No, probably. No, I, I, I wouldn't he, doubt it. I think he's trying to do his same shtick, only harder, to push back at what he views as censorship of what he can and can't say. You hear the same thing came out of Dave Chappelle, only slightly funnier. A few other comedians. I know people that watch and listen to Joe Rogan, and a lot of his guests say the same thing they feel attacked because people are telling them what they can and can't say. I, I forget. I was reading another article and I forget who it was, but they made the point. It's like, no, that's not what people are telling you. You can, you can keep that stuff in your act. Just realize that people are not going to go to your shows anymore. People are going to have something to say about what's going on in your act. They're not going to enjoy it. They're going to talk against it. But you can keep all that stuff in your act. No, nobody's going to go up on stage and arrest you like you're Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it when they bring up the Lenny Bruce comparison, too, because it's always like, well, old Bruce did it. And it's like, why can't I do it? I'm like, yeah, Lenny Bruce also got arrested every 15 minutes and died a sad yeah. fucking junkie. You know what I mean? Like, if you want right. to do that, there's more power to you, man. Like, nobody's stopping you. Nobody's stopping Louis C.K. from um, doing anything. And I got a good response for his whole thing about the Parkland kids, because his whole thing was, why do I have to listen to you? So he was making the whole thing about him. Typical older white yeah. man shit. But what they know is, yeah. is something I know. The fear of being shot at. Why you're being shot at. Yeah. <laughs> Let somebody roll up in his daughter's private school with a fucking tech nine and spray out the hallway and see if he changes yeah. his tune I mean, these kids quick. saw their friends die. And then they hear lawmakers taunt them and then they get threats from the from yeah. the right wingers physical death threats one of them got swatted i just you, found you, out what that was like a swatted week ago. is when someone calls the a swat team saying you're about to do some wild shit with guns so the swat team come kicks in your door or that, guns out or you're or a black that, you're a black guy cashing oh, the paycheck yeah. Yeah. Which I think well, uh, you forgot yeah. you left off your list. Yeah, that was the most recent one for the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, because it was $1,000. Oh the lady at the bank didn't trust it. I'm like, say what? <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, yeah, if you're trying to cash like a, a handwritten check for $14 million, maybe like call the manager, but otherwise yeah, keep it yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. Not call the police. <laughs> uh, no. No. But the, the, going back to the CK thing, like, the bit's just... I don't understand the, the point of the bit. So, like, at that point, it's not comedy. I'm not going to be one of these people that's like, oh, he was never funny, or like... Like, cause there's no chance I didn't get super baked and watch Pootie Tang a billion times. You know what I mean? So, like, the guy has made me laugh, like, a lot. But it's just like, he's just turned into this, like... And maybe it goes into... Yeah. Do you guys ever see Train Spotting? Yes. You yeah. remember the sick boy theory? Like, the first you got yeah. it, then you lost it? Like, I mean, it could just yeah. be some of that. He could just, I mean, he's done how many specials and how many TV shows, and he's always been a bit of an edgelord to begin with, but now that, like, he's kind of went a little bit beyond the pale. Well, his like, comedy style meant that he's going to keep 
having to, even if the he didn't get caught up in the Me Too movement, he had to keep pushing the envelope. Yeah, and that's that's just that's just not cute. No. when you're like sixty. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to see the like. I don't want to see three six mafia when they're seventy five <laughs> years old. Like you're old. Just fucking stop. Do something else. Are they still together? <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, they could be. I'm not sure. I, I checked out of uh, hip hop somewhere when Rock's oh, records yeah. included. Yeah. Um, I saw another article and people sharing it. I don't think read it because I've read it and it said uh, Louis C.K.'s comedy didn't change. You did. And people were sharing that kind of like and see ha, it's you. But I read the article and I'm like, no, they're saying society's changed. We've gotten away from certain things we've progressed i don't i don't think you i don't think you got it <laughs> right that's how society works right like and I, I always like use this comparison it's like you know there was a while where that mustache was the shit but then hitler got it and now you, you just can't do it anymore man you gotta take the l on that mustache un- unless you're michael Ooh. jordan but like, you know what I mean? Oh, Shit changes. You just, you know, maybe you still think it's funny, and if you want to do it in your house or whatever, you know, more power to you. But if you're out there trying to sell records or do whatever you're doing, and you're mad because people aren't into it, it's like you just gotta change yeah. with the times, man. Like, that's that's kind of issue I've always had. Like, this is sort of on topic, but off topic. It's kind of issue I've had with a lot mm-hmm. of the YouTube celebrities, where they have the same brand of humor. And then they get, and then they get older, and they have younger and younger fans, but they haven't changed their like what they consider to be comedy. And then they wonder why people mm. get pissed off at them. And it's like because you got older, but your mm. your sense of humor didn't. Um, when I think about media changing and what we view and what we like changing, I think about me growing up on movies like Porky's. Mm-hmm. And the penitentiary franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, the... <laughs> I for... I had forgotten about those. How did you forget about Too Sweet? <laughs> or, or, or such great lines like, just because you drop from the ceiling mean I need to drop my draws? How could you forget that? <laughs> I mean, there, there was a time where I would tell you my favorite movie was Belly. And I still love it, but it's for like entirely different reasons now. It's still visually amazing, just it's yeah. yeah, and it's like impossibly stupid, and I love it like in a in more of a camp way now. But like there was a time where I was like, "This is an excellent film." It's not. Uh, no. It does have my favorite like overreaction, underreaction. Have you guys seen the movie before? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The scene where Nas decides he's gonna move to Africa and stop smoking weed, he goes to the barber shop and he's talking to the barber, and the barber's like. Man, you're moving to Africa, and you quit fucking with weed. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, you, you put the wrong emphasis, dude. Yeah. What's going on? There? Yeah, no, but yeah, I, I grew up off those really horn doggy movies. Yeah, and, yeah. And you can't make those anymore. Oh and, no! And I think about me being seven years old watching those movies. I'm like, yeah, those had an impression on me. Yeah, possibly well, not a good one. No, but you can make them now, but you can make them with female comedians. That's the the instance which you can make those movies. But you can make a Porky's movie with female comedians. Yeah, a hundred percent. You don't think you could make one with? No, I'm saying you could. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I don't think you can. (laughs) Oh, I I I feel like you're daring me now. Yes, I am, sir. Yes, I am. (laughs) Somebody get Tiffany Haddish on the phone. 
So you totally make a Porky's. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But I mean, just raunchy sex comedies. The, yeah, you could you couldn't do those with now. With a whole lot of nudity and have them in theaters. Yeah, and like the kind of um sexual aggressiveness, I guess. Yes. You want to call it that? Yes. Yeah, that doesn't it didn't age well. Not at all. Kind of my issue with a lot of the black exploitation movies. Yeah, there's a lot of that. But I also admit to liking a few. Yeah, but I mean, it, it gets back to, like, at what point do you apply your current day lens to past media? You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to agree with it, but you still enjoy it as a product of what it was, I think. Y- yes. I got you. Spe- yeah. Speaking of progressing, the uh, 116th Congress has... Uh progress to have a record number of women yeah i mean what's gonna happen when they all start menstruating all over the place and nuke saudi arabia like that's a real fear right like isn't that what they told us would happen that's what the right says will happen (laughs) yeah ignoring the fact that hillary was what 67 when she was running yeah there's a record number of women now in congress but they're still less than 24% of all of Congress. Yeah, wow. Which, which is hysterical because it's what, like, they're like 52% of the U.S. population. It's some, like, small majority, yeah. right? Like, Yeah. Um, well, at uh, least the, Maxine Waters finally has people to play with. Yes. Yes. I, I know she's probably been bored for a while. <laughs> or, or fighting establishment dim. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah they speaking. Getting, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and that's the disappointing thing with like you talk about like changing the establishment over because I was like, I remember talking to somebody and I was really like excited for somebody like a Keith Ellison to take over the DNC, and they kind of went safe and then they put Pelosi back in. It's like it's like they, it's like the the voters have learned something, but like the leadership of the party has not learned a whole lot. No, no, that's a big problem I have with the DNC. Yeah, but back to uh. What they've gained, they have now 28 women, 8 blacks, 6 Latinos, and 2 LBGTQ. Uh, yeah, the first trans representative was sworn in by Mike Pence, who did not seem happy about it. No. <laughs> it's an awesome day when Mike Pence is unhappy. I know. Oh, there's a 0% chance that Mike Pence isn't gay, right? I don't know. I mean... I don't know. The whole... The the whole mother thing doesn't strike me as gay so much as just like prudish, repressed, prudish, and yes, I don't know, man. Like I feel like when you th- when you think that you can like electrocute somebody straight, that's like aspirational. Good point. <laughs> Good. Well, point. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's he's not Marcus Bachman though. No. Oh wow, I miss. That's the only thing I miss about Michelle Bachman. Um, on the other side of the aisle let me ask uh, Mm -hmm. Elliot when they counted women did they count the trans rep as a woman or did they put her in that like nebulous other category I want to say they counted her as a woman but to be completely honest don't know that's a good question I guess it depends on the media outlet reporting on it yeah uh, Republicans lost 10 women, one black, and two Latinos. Probably the biggest name out of the new blood is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is a controversial figure. 
you know, her dance yeah. video has made quite the waves. She she's only controversial because the GOP is afraid of her. Yeah, and like before I actually saw the video when I heard they released this dance video, I thought it was going to be a like real put them on the glass situation. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it specifically was not that. It was just like a young person like singing and having fun, like almost like in like a like an employee training video sort of like singing and dancing. Like I really did not understand. Did you like, know what dance she was doing? No, nah, what was it? It was uh uh from the Breakfast Club. It was an exact reenactment of a scene from the Breakfast Club. Wait, which which dance was she doing? Was it the one when they were in the library or the one when they were like in the hallway or whatever? I shit, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember I, the I Breakfast to... Club that well. I'll, I'll have to find a video then. Oh, uh, no. She looks adorable dancing. I'm like, oh, my God, a young person's having fun. This, I, just, this... I, just, I just love that she always gets last. You know, like, they can't get her. Like, every time they try and take a swing at her, she just counter punches. And, like, they just can't do shit with her. Um, yeah. Even Dems, even socialist Dems, uh, had to, like, shake their head at her uh, talking about her uh, Jewish heritage. Hey, she may have it, but they they all like, yeah. really? Come on now. <laughs> Just, just, just stick to the one thing. <laughs> well, no, you you're an American. We're all a bunch of different things. Yeah, but for branding purposes, it gets weird when you start throwing in your like 64th Cherokee heritage and shit. Yeah, you hear that, Elizabeth Warren? Yeah. Oh my god! Somebody put up a great meme like the Simpsons reference. It was like you know the. It was Russia, and then they hit their nameplate and it flipped over, and it just goes back to the Soviet Union. It was that. It was just like Elizabeth Warren. She hits a nameplate and flips over to Hillary Clinton. I mean, she's she's more, I think, of like a, a natural liberal and not like a neoliberal than mm-hmm. Clinton is, but not that much more. No. no. There's also the first Muslim member of Congress, which is a female Muslim. Female right? Muslim, too, he, yes. Yeah, because Keith Ellison is Muslim. Well, he's a converted Muslim, maybe. I don't oh, know if okay. that's sticky about it. But yeah. And uh, one person I'm going to watch is Lauren Underwood. She's the youngest black woman elected to Congress. Uh, and she's from, she's a Democrat from Naperville, Illinois. So I'm not expecting much, but I'm going to watch her. I, I, I feel like I'm missing a key reference. <laughs> Naperville. Yeah, is that a, it's a, it's a suburb in Chicago. With... Um, oh, okay. She's also someone that has a pre existing condition, I believe. Oh, really? Like a pre-existing medical condition, so she's she's been campaigning heavily for like you know, you know Medicare for all and you know more progressive medical insurance. Okay, so is that's it, kind of. But Nate Berville is kind of bougie. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of bougie, did y'all see Usher's perm? <laughs> what? What? That's what, a hard what? No, I didn't see that. What? No. Is it like one of those like DJ Quick style like shoulder length perms we're dealing with, or is it something else? I'm gonna give you both the opportunity to Google Usher's perm, please. Oh dear God, <laughs> what? What is? What is this? <laughs> what? What is happening? <laughs> why? Why would you do this? <sighs> That's like, I mean, you're like approaching conk territory with this, right? Like, that's not right. Uh, Black Twitter wow. of course, wrote him. 
Maybe they're remaking the five heartbeats. Speaking of which, <laughs> after R&B singer Jaquise, who I've never heard of, called himself the king of R&B, this led to someone, I think it was The Dream, proposing a king of R&B tour with R. Kelly, Usher, Chris Brown, Tank, and Trey Songs. What? Yeah. Um, is it some kind of like, is this like Star Wars royalty where it's like an elected royalty position or something? Because like <laughs> that doesn't feel like a, like a fucking divine lineage. No, no. I'm sorry. If I'm going to call any R&B singer the king of R&B, I'm probably going to lean towards Maxwell. Hmm. Or D'Angelo. Nah. Yeah. D'Angelo kind of fucked me up though because like... Because like, what he did to Angie seeing... Stone? Yeah, that was bullshit. No, no, no. But she shouldn't yeah, have married I mean, an 18-year-old boy. But, but on a more <laughs> personal note, like I remember seeing him in D.C. one time when Brown Sugar came out. He was just like a fat guy behind a keyboard. He's like, all right, he's one of us. And then like three years later, this guy's all ripped up on MTV with his dick root show. And I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> and then, like, it, it didn't like it didn't help that that song was a banger, so you could not watch it. Like that whole album, his whole first two albums were fantastic. So it's like now I gotta fucking watch this man who used to be one of us, and is now just like, just like this Adonis. But he went to jail and got fat again. So I mean, he's back in my good graces. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the how does it feel video made a number of people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like. Why is he doing this? Oh, because he was a big dude and now he's ripped. Okay. All right. I'd do it too if I were you. I'm, I'm not. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I think you yeah. probably sold like 13 million copies. And I think it was like mostly for masturbation purposes. <laughs> dude, he didn't make Ice T's Power album. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, shout out to Darlene. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of appearances, did y'all see uh, Genuine's beard weave? Yes, no. I no, didn't know beard weaving was a thing. I didn't either. I was like, "Wait, this this is a thing that exists." Yeah, it looks like he he taped some felt to his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It looks like it. It looks like it came in one piece. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. What are you a pirate? Yar. No, dude, like I got one of those beard. things like that that uh, I wear when I'm bike riding in the winter. <laughs> oh, like he's got it's he's got neoprene. One of, those, like, one of those ABA beards, you know what I mean? Where it's like impossibly sculpted and like perfectly full, like it's like geometrically amazing. Well, if you go on to a uh, blackmail thought Instagram, that's how all the dudes are. They all got these perfectly manicured beards. Meanwhile, I'm I'm struggling to get a decent haircut. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm I got a bad haircut hey, yesterday, and I'm going through a thing. At least you got hair to cut, man. Like, okay. So enjoy that. <laughs> I had a glorious afro that now is some. I don't even know what the fuck this is. I'm like, I I, I told you to shape it, not cut it. Is there still like? Let me ask you. Uh, Heister, do you like just shave your head or are you bald too? I I just get it shaved. Uh, at the, yeah. Is there like what is the like? Is there still like a current barbershop culture? Yes. Like or is it okay? The barbershop I go to is very much like that. Um, cool. It, it, it's very old school, chill vibe. A lot of talking. Everybody knows everybody. I'm like the only outsider there. Cause it's in Evanston and I'm from Chicago. 
That's probably why. Yeah, you again, like the geography. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let, let, let's move on. Let me let me stop my thing. I'm getting upset. Uh, <laughs> I recently uh, released a special podcast called the about Bird Box because fuck that racist bullshit. Okay, well, good. I'm glad you brought this up because I asked TJ what like kind of like the racial backlash was. He's like, I have no idea. Yeah, I, yeah, so, yeah. I heard that on like, you guys' podcast, and I'm like, he right. won't know. <laughs> but it's 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 one of those things that like is all over Black Twitter. So like, I don't, and I haven't seen the movie, nor do I have plans to. But if you felt like getting into it, that would be tremendous. Well, dude, I just did a whole podcast on it. You can go listen to that. Well, let me stop and listen to it. Yeah, I mean, why right would you, now? Why, why would you? Why would you call out that you didn't listen to my show on my show? I don't even listen to our shows. No, I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Nah, nah. It's more baby boomer fantasy that says, "Okay, black people can be all right." That's that's. Is it like a? Is it? Are we in without a? Just teasing your episode. Is it like a Bagger Vance kind of thing? No. Okay. No, but it is a good advertisement for black.com. Also moving on uh, from Bird Box, there's the Bird Box Challenge. Yes. We all knew this was going to happen. Society won't. Yeah, no. Darwinism. Did we, <laughs> did, did we know it was going to happen? Did we? Or, or is it just inevitable? We, we know how people are. We watch them. Are you familiar with the yeah. Bird Box Challenge, Sean? Um, no, but I'm assuming from context, it's just people wandering around with blindfolds on? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, people are going to end up in the street. Netflix had to put out a statement saying, we can't believe we have to do this, but please do not do the Bird Box Challenge. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was footage of a toddler running into a wall. I did see that. I mean, that was fun. But like, I didn't see that one, but I would have laughed too. A little upset. I can only hope that those people were on the way to the movies, like, and just knocked the kid out so they couldn't take the kid. Because like we saw <laughs> Bumblebee the other day, and they had a legit baby in there, like a baby baby. I worked at a oh, movie. Yeah. I worked at a movie theater for a number of years, and yeah, people uh, will take babies in to movies all the time. If unless you tell them they can't, I once kicked a baby in the head that way. It was it still fucked me up. Oh, oh no! Just wandering around the aisles or something. I was a usher and I was doing a theater check. You know, just walking through, making sure yeah. people weren't banging in the theater or whatever. And it's dark and I'm walking and I didn't use a flashlight because I'm like, eh, I'm just walking down the aisle and back. I'm good. I don't need to pull out the flashlight. And uh, somebody had their baby in the aisle laying down. On the ground, and I kicked the baby in the head. Do you think maybe it was like like a free couch thing? Like they just kind of put it out there, hoping something would happen. Oh my god! No, this was just oh my god! Wow, no, no, that's that's dark. That's yeah, that's dark as fuck, yo. <laughs> We're gonna move on. Uh, uh, a kidnapper ch- chases a woman into a karate dojo, and it ends exactly the way you expected it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just remembering, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie called Kiss of the Dragon with Jet Li. Yes. Where he, he runs into the dojo and he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> now I got to fight these, uh man. Well, this guy only had to fight one person because it was after hours. 
uh-huh. uh, and the other people there were kids and some older kids uh, cleaning up. So the mm-hmm. uh, instructor stepped in and the guy tried to f- fight his way past the instructor and uh yeah he's in the hospital and we'll be going to uh jail afterwards you said after hours like you meant after class not like like the after party like 1 30 in the morning dojo shit right well people in a karate dojo would be in great shape and if i walked in on a karate orgy i wouldn't be too mad what the fuck did just happen i'm sorry moving on dude really I'm t- what I'm not taking the blame for that one. Uh, <laughs> last year, we talked about the lady that married the ghost of the 300-year-old dead pirate. Yeah. Sadly, they split up. I, I really thought they would go to distance. Yeah, I thought they would. I really, I really did. Yeah. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she's a Jack Sparrow impersonator. They just had everything in common. I want to meet the person that represented the ghost in this divorce settlement. <laughs> <laughs> they just split up. They haven't gone to divorce yet, so they're still. Oh, okay. They're just separated. Yes. Back to another favorite topic of ours: a sex robot convention was canceled because Steve Bannon was one of the keynote speakers. What? And yes, that will probably be the craziest headline I say today. <laughs> okay, so that's an Onion article, right? That's not real. No, that's real. So was it a? A convention celebrating sexual robotics, or was it like, like people who use sex robots that are also like political isolationist party? Like, I I feel like I'm, I need some kind of context to this gathering. All right, here we go. I'll get into it. <sighs> Making me look at pictures of Steve Bannon. Some bullshit. An academic conference on sex with robots has been called. Due to a backlash against a proposed speech by Steve Bannon, Mr. Bannon had been due to speak at the International Conference on Advances in Computer Entertainment, ACE for short. This <laughs> quote, entertainment in quotes. Yeah, uh, it goes by the the uh, abbreviation ACE, <laughs> and it was scheduled to be in Montana. <laughs> Oh, like, boy. It, it just keeps getting weirder. <laughs> but protests from activists and fellow speakers forced the cancellation of the event. <laughs> I, I mean, I would assume that the only way that Steve Bannon can have sex is with the robot, but, you know. Mm. Yeah, like, maybe they just, like, this was their out for not having to drive to Bozeman. It's like, all right, like, we don't want to spend the weekend in Montana. Like, how can we stop this? <laughs> Yeah, so it was more ever a overall entertainment and technology convention with a sex robot element. <laughs> yeah, that, you know element. What, that, that's a that's a pretty big spice though. Sex robots, they're like truffles, right? Like you gotta be like, <laughs> like it's either gotta be all about sex robots or you gotta be very lightly. They can't just be a part of something else. That reminds me, I gotta do a, a update on the heavily soiled robot. Know what happened to her? Um, speaking of robots, a mall in California has after hours robotic security. I believe we all saw this movie back in the 80s. It was called Chopping Mall. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, big fan. That mall was generating so much revenue that they hired scientists to work there full time <laughs> to control these murderous robots. Also, that mall had a legit furniture store in it. They had like a Gavigans in the mall. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm looking forward to just hearing the horror stories of people after all being sliced up and lasered. Also, yeah. the robot kind of looks like one of those bullet dildos. That, that's And, 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 that's and it's patrolling a but... mall called The Block. <laughs> There's a lot to decompress there. I'm just going to move on. Um... <laughs> I feel like the just the PL on the robot security versus just having some like sleepy old man work there overnight has gotta be staggering. Yeah. Yeah, that's not saving yeah, them anything. Probably with no. malls dying out, this is more of a publicity stunt. Uh, probably. Come shop at the mall with the robot security, which you can't see unless you're here at night, in which case they will kill you. Because somebody will have to, will end up hiding someplace after dark after they close. And coming out just to see the robot. And fuck it. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Also, Alexa has been telling people to kill their foster parents and uh, all other kind of fucked up shit. Like, instructions on masturbation. Why foster parents, specifically? <laughs> Yeah, what happened? What happened to Jeff Bezos? What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's something in his past that we don't know about. Um, have you seen a picture of Jeff Bezos lately where he looks like he's cosplaying as Hunter S. Thompson? Yes, yes, I have, and yes, he yeah. does. So sad. Jesus Christ! <laughs> there's kind of a competition Amazon has with a five hundred thousand dollar prize for creating the most advanced AIs. So these Alexas that people are having conversations with are all programmed by different groups mm-hmm. and they are learning from the internet. And well, when you learn from the internet, bad things happen. Remember uh, yeah. AI that Google put up? <laughs> yeah, that started like, it became racist in like a day and yeah. a half. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we need is a bunch of H- AI that's, like, programmed by 4chan. Yeah. Like, that, that'll that be the ultimate capstone for the human race. And, like, I don't hate it as a theme. I feel like it sums us up pretty, pretty well. Uh, other things that the Alexa has done is uh, let out demonic laughter in, in the middle of the night. And telling people that it sees people dying. That wouldn't freak anybody out at mm. all. I'm personally all for demon-possessed robots. I think it'd be awesome. No, you know what? It'll just Amazon will just pivot and be like, "Oh, they'll just capture all that data and be like, get the Alexa Halloween pack for four ninety nine." They do have artificial uh, Halloween noise, so yes. That, yeah, wow. Yeah, they'll find they'll, they'll find a way. It'll, to use it'll it. happen. Life uh, yeah. finds a way. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> uh, a Russian artist nails his genitals to the red square of pavement in an act of protest. Um, uh, okay, sure. Right. Against the the police state. I I get it, but, uh. Last May, he wrapped himself in barbed wire. There, okay. I'm scared to see how he's going to progress. What happened to fire bombs? <laughs> yeah. 
The, the guillotine? Can we can we bring that back? You know, for the the ruling class, do something. You know, <laughs> not nailing your own your own dick to stuff. Yeah, I because no. because how do you progress from that? How do, how do you top that? You can't. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's your closer. That's like a you know two songs after the encore. Like you can't, yeah, you can't lead off with that. <laughs> Speaking of genitals, uh, a woman sues a man over stretching out her vagina. But uh, I, uh, speak, speaking of black.com, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just end it with that. Thank you for listening to the NF Super Fellows Podcast. Sean, you want to plug anything? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? Dude, you're on like five podcasts. You have a publishing company. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm trying try to keep it underground. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoyed. I hope I didn't derail the show too much, but I, I'm happy to be on. I wanted to be on for a while. I'm glad to have you, sir. Um, and, and uh, ho- hopefully next time you can join us with Majay here. I'm pretty sure that would be a pretty interesting collab. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, f- I feel like we're uh, we're Majay and I are like the. Um, Oh, you remember how Alex Summers is like the nexus for all Alex Summerses? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That reference comes up a lot. And I have no idea why. Holy shit! I've never heard that. One. You never? You remember that though? It was during that Chuck Austin X Men run, like the one that's not allowed to be talked about anymore. Yeah. I, 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 only thing I remember from that is Husk and Angel banging in the air. Yeah, oh, when, yeah, when she's mother. like 15. Yeah, and her mom watching. Speaking of which, our Kelly's back in the news, but we'll deal with that next time. <laughs> I mean, they were from like bumfuck Kentucky, right? So it's, I'm sure she's seen a 15 year old get plowed. Like, all right, thank you. Uh, um, <laughs> um, be a, a special shout out to everybody listening to us on Chiampa Radio. It, um, it, it, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I think our time slot there is 8 p.m. on Fridays. Uh, be sure to listen to the other Moho shows. There's like three movie shows, five wrestling shows, and uh, we're trying to get TJ to bring back his porno reviews. <laughs> Um, it's just uh, just a glut. It's a total mess. Of yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. <laughs>